This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club, both of you. Uh, I am joined by a special guest who I've known since actually the fall of 1996. Yes, sir. Joel D. Chapel, which uh, is it, Dave? David, yes, you got it. Okay, so I wasn't sure if uh, do people ever look at your full name and wonder if you're Dave Chappelle? Yeah, I tell them I tell them that he's my uncle. They're like, well, that's weird because he's, you know, we're obviously a different race. I say, well, it's the same race from the waist down. So, exactly, you could have easily just been adopted into his family, right? Or I could just be adopted. Yes. Probably way would have gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Joel, we've known each other for a while. We've we even roomed uh, in undergrad, and we used to go work out at the gym. And then we both went off to respective dental schools. And uh, you are now actually practicing in the middle of Missouri. And then is what, about a, a year ago, you started really hitting the gym hard? Um, I, I believe so, at least. I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, oh, go I ahead. actually started lifting pretty heavy about... I'd say seven, six or seven years ago. Um, I had a friend that moved back in town from Tennessee and he was all about lifting weights and everything. He's like, Hey, you should come to the gym with me. We'll start working out. I said, that's great. He goes, all right, let's meet tomorrow at four 30, uh, four 30, like in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, <PM>? <laughs> that's, yeah. Like that's not going to work. Um, but long story short, like I don't even set an alarm anymore and my body just wakes up, you know, either three, three thirty, four o'clock, whatever, and I'm ready to go. Um, so I've been lifting since then, getting bigger, getting stronger, all that mess. But then a, a few years back, it kind of hit me like I'm like too round, though. Like, I'm strong. I know there's muscle in there, but you can't see any of it, you know. So, uh, actually, with that same friend, his his wife and I joined this three-month weight loss contest, which we ended up winning. So, in three months, we each lost, oh, 35 to 37 pounds. It was like 72 altogether pounds. Wow. So, we won that contest. And then naturally you gain a little bit of it back. So I gained back maybe five pounds, something like that. And kind of held steady at 225-ish for a long time. And just kind of content with where I was, eating whatever I wanted. And still lifting, you know, five, six days a week. And then when COVID hit and the quarantine was inevitably coming 
I'm like, all right, I'm going to gear down. I'm not getting any bigger, like fat wise. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to put any more fat on my body. I wanted to come out leaner. So really during that February, March, April time period, I dedicated myself to doing a proper diet. And for about six of those weeks, I'd say I was doing two a day. So I go do my normal gym routine in the morning, just lifting weights. And then at night I would do either a run at night or I do like a hit video on YouTube or something just up in my, up in my bedroom, something like that. And, uh, that's, that's probably the, the time period that really got me in gear. And I just kind of kept going to even now. So even if I go back to say end of April, where I thought, man, I made such good progress and I'm in, I'm in the best shape that I've been in. You know, even I go from last April to now, it's a remarkable difference because I just kept going. Um, and not, I guess dieting is the only word you can really use, but it's, it's not diet to me anymore. It's just eating healthy and and it's almost impossible for me to overeat anymore. Like I just can't physically do it. I can't, I can't take it. My stomach can't take it anymore, which is kind of a nice problem to have. But when I started putting the right amount of the right things in my body, that's when I noticed the biggest difference. Cause my, my workout routine never changed in those, mm -hmm. in those seven years. So well, me, that's always curious. What is yeah. your diet? Like what, what's your routine or what, how are you going about your diet then? So I would back in February, I decided, well, I need to start doing a calorie deficit. So I'm not the guy with the app that I plug every little thing into my phone. I don't keep track of it on paper, but I'm always mindful of it. And, you know, I'll keep track just kind of in my head and, uh, and know that, you know, if I'm, if I'm approaching 2000 for the day, I probably need to start winding down the eating. Um, another thing that helped a lot was getting my gallon of water in every day. So that curbs my hunger, obviously, uh, you know, keeps you hydrated, which is good for your exercise. And then I don't know, I just think it, uh, constantly trying to have water would take my mind off of the need for more food when I didn't really need more food. So okay. for me, it was just, a, it was a minor calorie deficit every day. And of course I had my cheat days where I'd go over, but, um, trying to stay high in protein and then, mediocre on the carbs and low in fat. So that's okay. what I did during my, what I called my cutting phase. And then I'm still teetering like, Oh, I'm kind of happy where I'm at. Let's bulk up, put lean muscle mass. And then every time I try and do that, then I'm, I'm like, no, but I want, 
I want to lower my body fat even more. So right now my mind's teetering. I'm back and forth with that. But um, really it's, it's been learning about your macros, how much you can put in, um, and then just keeping track of them and dedicating yourself to staying at or under what your body needs to perform, I guess. Um, sure. One thing that helped and really the thing that set the whole thing off was at my gym, we have a body scanner and it'll, it'll tell you your body fat percent and your skeletal muscle mass, um, how much water you're holding in your body. Like it goes through all these statistics and whatever. And there's lots of brands out there. Um, in body is my favorite one. So if you, there's anybody around you that has an in body scanner, go get a scan done just to see where you're at. And for me, my first one I did back in February and I remember getting, you know, get the paper, the printout of, of all your stats on there. And I want to say I was either 17 or 18% body fat back then, which isn't bad, but that made me set a goal. Like knowing where I was made me set a goal. And I said, well, I want to go get scanned again in two months and I want to see where I'm at in two more months. And, um, I'd say since then I've been going every, every three to four months to get a new scan just to see if I'm progressing where I need to, where I need to work on or what I need to work on. Um, I think the most important number on there, uh, aside from body fat and your, and your skeletal muscle mass, your lean mass is your basal metabolic rate. So, you know, it'll have on there, you know, you can consume, assuming you sleep all 24 hours of the day, let's say you can consume 2,100 calories. Well, if I stay at 2,000 calories for a day, obviously I'm not sleeping. I've got exercise and all that stuff. But so that puts me at a deficit and it's still plenty of food. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people will read a label on a food box or a bag or whatever they're going to eat. And they'll read, Oh, this all pertains to a 2000 calorie diet, but who can even do that? That's ridiculous. That's so low. Cause it doesn't sound like a lot of food. That's just what doctors are telling you. Well, this is what we recommend. But if you eat the right things, it's so much food. Like you can, you can eat a lot of food and still stay at 2000 calories. And a lot of people don't get it because they're not eating what's they're eating fat right. or sugary foods, you know, so that's I'm gonna still be eating higher. too many hidden calories. And then just last week I got, they've got those no protein bowls at Subway. Yes. So it, it is chicken and vegetables and lettuce and the whole thing all together is 200 calories. Go, mm -hmm. Oh, well each cookie I get that comes with a meal is 200 calories. <laughs> so yeah. I'll admit I still ate the cookies, but I realized, you know, my, my salad bowl was equate of just, one cookie and probably had more nutrition, although still processed foods, at least the processed chicken. So yeah. you're right. I think it's just, it's, it's easy with a lot of you know, processed sugary foods to, to get to 2000. But imagine if I try to watch 
watch what I ate a little bit better. I could probably consume more, but not overdoing on the calories. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And there's, you know, uh, when a lot of people started noticing the changes I made, they start asking me questions. Oh, well, what do you do? And what do you do this? And, and really it's, you know, you can still have a hamburger. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe get like a side salad instead of the fries or, uh, you know, if you, everybody's seen the memes of, uh, two silhouettes and one is full of a burger and a pizza and that's it. And mm-hmm. those are all the calories you get. But if you look at the other silhouette, it's full of fruits and vegetables and it's completely full. Like that's how much food you can eat if you just stay away from the really, really bad things. Right. Right. So you and and eat- is your focus been on just fruits, vegetables, being cognizant of that uh, even more so than the calories or just uh, a combination of the two knowing this is going to, you probably got to the point, you know, what's going to add up to 2000, but is it still more yeah. focusing on the broccolis, the, the apples? Well, it's, I try to be mindful of, Hey, every meal, I don't snack on vegetables cause that's not fun. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but what do you every, snack on? So I'll usually have either bur- uh, jerky meat stick, uh, okay. Built bar, a get fit or what do you call it? Fit crunch bar, um, almonds, cashews, you know that type of thing. Sure. So my snacks are are still on the healthy side. When I have a meal, I want there to be vegetables in my meal. But like I say, for vegetables, for me, I know their calories aren't zero, but I just think of it as zero, so I don't even count it. Okay. And then when it comes to protein, like I don't care. Give me all the protein. Give me all the steak. Give me all the burgers. I'll usually throw half the bun away. Give so me... even the good tasting proteins, you know, your your oh, New York yeah. strip, your brisket. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ribeyes. I eat all the fat on the ribeye because it's delicious. And <laughs> and you know, I'll have you know, if my, my kids want to go to Freddy's, we'll go to Freddy's and I'll eat all, the, you know, get my burger fully loaded and just tell them like, just don't even put the bun on it, but I want all the veggies on it. Give me the cheese, give me the bacon, give me the patties. I just don't want the bun. And then I'll have a few of their fries because they're so good, but. Being making sure you cut got out the breads too. Is- well, for me, I don't do that every time because carbs are important. It just depends on like – so if it's fast food, I'll probably just get rid of the bread because I'm going to have the meat. Okay. It's fatty. I know. It's unhealthy. I know. But if I can throw away 300 of those calories just in a bun, I'll just do that because that, I, don't, I don't really care for the bun. I mean it's fine. I can eat the burger wrapped in lettuce and it tastes perfectly great to me. Right. Um, so it's just finding little ways like that to cut out – calories where you know you know you know you're going to get put over some way somehow um and do you use an app to count those calories or is it just a mental thing 
so I used I used an app for a few days, and then number one, I got sick of plugging it into my phone every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in just a few days, I had a lot of things all, already memorized. You know, like the snacks I would typically eat. Um, the meals I would have, maybe it's not the same. Maybe it's beef instead of chicken. Maybe it's shrimp instead of chicken, you know. And instead of on a bed of rice, maybe it came with a little side of cubed potatoes or something like that. But I would I would say, well, this amount and this amount is about the same. This amount and this amount is about the same. And I know the calories aren't exactly the same, but I don't want to spend all day counting calories. So I just keep track in my head kind of about where I'm at. Okay. Because I'm horrible being consistent entering stuff into apps or into a notebook. It's yeah. just too tedious for me. That, exactly. My thoughts exactly. Now, my wife just did a 30-day program where she kept track and she had to stay under a certain amount of protein, a certain amount of carbs, a certain amount of fat. She had to reach her levels every day and keep track of it. And it's great and it works amazing. And she, in just a month, like she changed noticeably, incredibly different. But every day she's sitting there keeping track like, oh, my proteins are now at 42 and my fat is now at 12 and my... And that's just Mm -hmm. not where either of us want to do for the rest of of our lives. You know, you just want to enjoy life and just know that, hey, I can sit down. I can eat this. I'll be fine. Right, right. And it looked – I was trying to look this up. Uh, Was it called Love Your Body, Uh, her 30-day challenge? Yep. So it it was a Love Your Body challenge by a group called iHeart Macros. I heart macros. Okay. Cause yeah. I, I saw the pictures that you posted. I'm like, huh, I don't really love my body. Maybe I should try this. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, I mean, it, you, Carrie, I mean, you, you posted the, or I guess she posted the before mm-hmm. and afters and I'm like, wow, Carrie's ripped. Holy crap. Like she's got a six pack. And then even the, the pictures you've been posting, you look like Hugh Jackman when he was the Wolverine and then, uh, and then your your buddy Tom, uh, who I had a chance to meet as well. I mean, he's mm-hmm. Jack now. He's got this tattoo sleeve and looks like, yeah. you know, he get the ring uh, for MMA fights or something. So it's just like, holy hell, you guys have really just uh, taken this to a next level. Um, yep. I, I think for me, I've gotten into endurance racing, but my body composition is the same. And so I, I realizing I think I just have to be focus on what I'm putting in my mouth, uh, the types of foods and whatnot I'm eating. And then being, I, I think I'm just slipping up with too many empty calories or not realizing, Hey, I've done, done well during the day. And actually hell I used to do this even with you in undergrad, you know, we go on a long run and then go to pizza pipeline and get tricky sticks and a pizza. <laughs> and then yeah, all, whatever gains I made during the day, like just blew out of the water, you know? So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta try to change that up. Yeah. Yep. So I heart macros. I'll have to look at that. I heart macros. Good group. Um, a couple people that I follow on Facebook and Instagram that are 
scientifically based and been a lot of help. Um, number one is Dr. Jim Stepani. And he has his own supplement line called Jim Supplements. So he has great tips at the for the gym, great tips for working out, and his supplements are awesome. And then another one is called the Muscle PhD. And he puts out uh, also a lot of tips and tricks, like how to work this muscle group, how to work that muscle group, um, all about different supplements. Um, man, he taught so many topics. And, uh, and both of them do and read research where it, it's all, these are all basically proven facts or proven methods to help you out. So I like both those two a lot. So one thing I wanted to point out to you when you said that you've been focused on the, the endurance races and things like that, anybody you talk to is going to have their own set of goals, right? Sure. So I think Ironman's incredible. And even a third of that, like if you just wanted to run a marathon, that's incredible. I don't know how people do it. I'm never going to do it. Like to me, <laughs> like, like to me, like five miles, I'm good. I'm good. And I feel great after I run five miles. And one time I ran nine and I thought I was going to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I don't want to do a half marathon or a whole or an ultra, like count me out. But that's a goal for a lot of people. And then you'll talk to some other people that are like, oh, I just want to get strong. Like I want to be, I want to bench 315. I want to bench 405. I want to be able to squat 800 pounds. Like just be an ultra strong beast in the weight room. And that's their goal. And they don't care if, if they're 320 pounds because they're benching 405. Like they don't care. So they're go it's not so much how they look, just can I put up this weight? That's, yeah. that's their sole focus. I mean, yep. it, that, for some people. And then like I would like to get bigger and stronger. But right now my focus has been on let's do body fat loss. Mm -hmm. So – the the way really you go about those three goals is completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, like that guy that wants to bench 405, he doesn't need to be out running marathons. Those are going to be counterproductive. Right. At the same time, like if the guy wants to run a marathon, he's not going to go eat at the training table six times a day and just stuff his face and then hit the weight room all day. Cause that's not going to help him run a marathon, you know? Right. So right. You got to pick your goal and, and there's nothing wrong with anybody picking a different goal than you, but wh whatever goal you're going to pick, then there's a way to get there. And you right. just gotta, you just gotta do your research 
and figure out, well, what is it that I need to eat? And how is it that I need to train? And you'll get there. Sure, sure. Well, and and you bring up a good point that even I was just thinking about because I figured I want to do an Ironman. And I trained really hard to be able to do that. And I thought as a byproduct of that, my body would look different. And I feel like our bodies are so dynamic, but they also catch on what your goal is. And it's like, hey, my body got me to A to B and I was following certain workout regimens and whatnot. But then I, you know, my focus wasn't necessarily dropping fat or getting to a, a certain body fat percentage. So it's like, wow, I'm in better shape per se, but I, I'm not, you know, I still look the same, I'm not cut. And so I've realized, hey, if that's what I want to do or add that into that, I need to make that also a focus. Um, mm-hmm. And it probably need to change things up than just a straight bodybuilder, just because I'm still trying to go long distances. Um, but then that's why even now I'm wondering, hey, my next actually i have a half iron man was supposed to be in march and that's now been pushed back so should i take these next you know maybe three months and focus on keep doing you know my swimming my cycling my running but try to find a way to slim down because another thing that's making it more difficult for these endurance races is just carrying more weight on my body than i Mm -hmm. need to and i think that could benefit me but um i guess just to go along with your saying if there's Whatever it is that you want to do, make that a goal and try to find a plan that's going to help you to do that. But it, you're right. It's going to be different than the even the marathon runner to the sprint runner to the, you know, the cyclist to the bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Um, even I was watching uh, some clips the other night from Pumping Iron, that documentary with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it was just interesting to hear some of his strategies about weightlifting, but he's trying to win, you know, Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia, and just a completely different lifestyle and workout approach than, you know, I've ever even taken, but, you know, he's the Austrian Oak. I mean, he got there with, you know, years of certain disciplines. So, which uh, is that at some point, do you want to start getting, I mean, you focus on getting slimmer. Can you see yourself bulking up and then going into bodybuilding competitions? Uh, I'm not, I don't have the goal to be, to have the bodybuilder look. Um, Maybe one of the smaller physique types, I I could maybe go for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Those guys, they, that takes, and I don't know, maybe I'm on my way there, but I'm, I don't know. I, I hate throwing age in it too either because I think I feel like at any age people can do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of my employees is ten years older than me, and she's made amazing changes in the last few years. And uh, I even had a challenge with her. I think in the month of August maybe, or July, something like that, we had this challenge, uh, which is great if you can challenge each other and, and set a time and you set goals. And she had a different goal than I had, but, you know, we challenged each other and she ended up losing seven stubborn pounds that she's been trying to lose for two years, you know? Mm, good for her. And Yeah, it was great. But um, where were we going with this? 
I I guess the most most immediate question was just if you would see yourself trying to bulk up, maybe go over oh. some competitions. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I could see you putting a speedo and flexing on stage. Yeah, maybe a, maybe some small gym shorts or something. But no, nah, I'm not. There, <laughs> which <laughs> I'm not, I, I've had a patient. I had uh, this is in Iowa. She was a bodybuilder, uh, and then the type that you have, uh, however many weeks, where you're dropping even a bunch of water weight to try to get oh, more yeah. definition. Uh, yeah, but you do bring up a good point as far as your. This is an assistant. You said that was ten years older than you. She's a hygienist. Hygienist. Okay. Yeah. Well, nothing was more of an example of that than my first Ironman, where people blowing by me. They, they you write their or the the competition. They write your age on your left calf. So I see people going by, sixty-eight years old, seventy-four years old, and. Also, have different physiques too. People that, you know, if you look at them, if you were to judge them, you're like, ah, they, you know, can they even run three miles? And here they are, blown by me doing these Ironman competitions. But it really never is too late. Um, you can kind of do what you want, even into later stages of life. Um, and it's never too late to start. Uh, the guy yeah. that has now, he's won uh, his age group and gone on to Kona. Uh, he was 77, I think, when he when he went and. and competed in Ironman championships, but he didn't start until he was, I think, almost 70. It could be wrong on that. And then he yeah. started getting a fan base. So, you know, if anyone's listening to this or always wondering, like, well, I'm not in high school or I'm too old, like, no, you're never too old. You can, you yeah. can start tomorrow. Yeah, see, the, my, my point exactly, I know, like, you know, can at, at 42 – was it too late of a start for me to maybe one day make it into a physique competition? You know, probably not. You know, would it, would, is it going to take more dedication than the kid that's 20? Well, yeah. You know, right, it'll, right. It'll, it'll, it'll take more dedication, more discipline for me than it will for that kid. But um, – I sort of teetered with that in my head at the beginning, you know, after, you know, one month I'd lose 12 pounds and the next month I'd lose six more. And the next month I, and I was cutting and cutting. And, uh, as I was cutting all that body fat, people would be like, Oh man, you're getting so huge. You're getting ripped. Like how much do you bench now? I'm like, actually probably 70 pounds less than I did a few months ago. Cause you get weaker, wow. you know? But people think, oh, you're getting bigger, you know, but. Um, and were you getting bigger or just more definition? Oh, it was just more definition. Yeah, yeah. I was just, you know, you're, you're, I was uncovering the muscle that I had, but, you know, they say it's impossible to, you know, certain things, it's impossible to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time well no it's not it's not impossible but it's hard but right. it's not impossible <laughs> um it was it was very difficult for me i think let's see i i lost 33 pounds of fat and put on was it like one and a half pounds of muscle which I mean, I'll take. So you it. didn't lose muscle, <laughs> but you lost a lot yeah. of fat. So you can I see more of that muscle. muscle. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you wish it'd be 
you wish it would be even like, Hey, let's lose 10 pounds of fat and put on 10 pounds of muscle. But you know, you could just kind of take what you can get. Right. Right. Now you'd mentioned your, you said you wake up at three thirty, four o'clock. You'd also told me yeah. was the last summer that you, do you still go to bed at nine and then wake up at one and watch South park and then go back <laughs> to sleep and then get up again? Is that still your, pretty much your routine? So it, it kind of depends on like I I do get up at least I'd say probably now I just get up one time during the night where it used to be three you know when I was when I was a lot heavier and not watching what I ate and I don't know if that's related but now I get up just one time to use the bathroom and it just kind of depends on how I feel when I get up. Like, do I feel drowsy enough that I'm going to fall back asleep? And if I do, I'll just crawl back in bed and go back to sleep. But if my mind's racing, you know, you're worried about work or you're worried about whatever's weighing on your mind, if that's going to keep me awake, then yeah, I'll go upstairs, turn South Park on, just listen to it, fall back asleep that way. Mm. It's kind of funny, yeah. South Park is your white noise to fall asleep to. That is my white noise. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, they killed Kitty, you bastards. <laughs> you bastards. And then how long are you at the gym? So you go every morning, go which every morning. is it easier to go in the morning? That way you just don't have to worry about it the rest of the day, or are you still doing two-a-days? So for me, the morning is better. Uh, number one – there are only adults at the gym in the morning, which is way nicer to work out with other adults around than it is to go after work and be with high school kids and college kids and <laughs> dealing with <laughs> dealing with their well, mess. Because why are they wearing jeans and they sit on the bench with like looking at their phones and you can tell they're not really working out. And you're like, hey yeah. man, just uh they're there for the social. <laughs> they're there for the right. social event, not not to work out. You know, there for two but, hours, but ten minutes of actual workout. <laughs> and, yeah, and they leave a mess everywhere. Like you know, they, yeah, they leave everything unorganized. They put things back where they go. Don't re rack your weights. I mean, they're just. It's a different crowd, so I like going in the morning. Um, and then the other thing is by. By the time I'm done with work, I may not be physically exhausted, but I'm mentally exhausted. And when I'm mentally exhausted, it makes me feel like not doing anything. So for me to hit the gym after work would be, it'd be crazy hard. Um, if anything now, like you said, well, do I still do two a days? <sighs> not not really, not consistently. Now, let's say there's a day where someone brings by goodies at work, you know, and so I have some cookies or someone, we have a pizza party, whatever it is. If it's a day like that where I haven't done well on my eating and I know I'm over my calories, then I'll try my darndest to you know, get home, change, and just go do 20 or 30 minutes of cardio just to burn off some mm -hmm. excess calories, and then I'm done, and I'll come back home. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And how long are you in the gym for in the morning? So on most days, if I wake up at 4, I'm at the gym by 
I work out till 6.30. I come home, uh, get ready for work, take my youngest one to school. So it's about two hours Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday and Saturday, if nothing's going on, like I can go three, three and a half hours. Wow. Um, and it depends on like Saturday usually for me is leg day. So legs, booty, abs, there's so many exercises I can do. So I could do, I could stay for three and a half hours and, and never get bored and also not feel like completely worn out either just because there's so many different muscles to work out. Sure. Um, do you listen the to other days music or podcasts or anything to keep your mind occupied or are you, are you just content with just you and your thoughts? Well, the gym, they've got XM set up. So we listen to uh, Sirius XM radio and for the most part, they play pretty good music. Um, on the weekends, they have this younger guy comes in. He he plays some uh, hair metal music. That's good workout music for me. Makes sense. So, yeah. But yeah, I just, I've never been the headphones wearing guy at work unless I'm doing cardio. Because then I can just listen to whatever's on the TV in front of the, the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when I'm lifting weights, I don't wear headphones. I'll just listen to the music and then, you know, talk to the guys that are around. Right on. I like to talk a tiny bit. I get really annoyed at the guys that talk forever. Yes. You know? Especially when it's a machine you want to work in on. Yeah. <laughs> or, say, or hey, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. The snow sucks. Yeah. What, what are you doing? This, that, the other. All right. Have a good workout. Bye. And then right. some guys want to sit there and talk for 20 minutes. And I, I don't know, can't do that. <laughs> it's like the person on the plane that you sit next to that talks to you and just won't stop talking. Yes. Gosh, yes. Shoot, exactly. the flight be like this. Just shut up and let me sleep. <laughs> hey, once I fell asleep and this guy was talking and I woke up later and he was still talking to me. Like, how does this guy not know that? Like I was just sleeping. Maybe I don't want to talk to him, but. Uh, um well right on so it it, you've given us some good resources to look into then uh you said it was muscle phd and what was the other resource you liked uh the muscle phd and uh dr jim stepani and jim stepani okay and then i heart macros i heart macros is is one my wife did yep okay what about is there an i heart micros i heart micros that's for microbiology buffs. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, bacteria. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not as intriguing, huh? Yeah. Uh, one question I did have for you. This is kind of changing up a little bit here. Uh, you're a, a traditionally a Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. You've been in Missouri for a while. Did you kind of adopt the Chiefs at all as an AFC favorite? I, I did. I did. I was rooting for them pretty good. Um, They've definitely become my second team. Yeah, so it kind of sucked that they lost. And but you know, being a, again being a Cowboys fan first, my season was over five weeks in. So whatever. 
Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I just was so surprised by that. But something that I thought you might find interesting. So Joel and I, we took, we probably took more than uh, more than our fair share of trips for Wendover, Nevada, you know, try our luck at some of those casinos. And this is back when I was just taking plasma money. And then, well, actually, I thought I was being smart because I was only using my plasma money, entertainment money to go to casinos. And then I was losing it. And then I realized I'm literally bleeding to just give money to casinos. <laughs> so I try to tone that down. Literally, yes. But in the, if, too many, you know, as you're watching the game, you probably noticed the streaker that was out there. Yes. The guy that had the painted thong. So I just got this. Uh, someone had texted me this. And apparently the story behind that is that streaker, he put on a $50,000 prop bet at plus 750 that there would be a streaker. So he had his buddy go out as a diversion. So they tried to catch him first. So this guy, he had to pay $1,000 to get out of jail, but he cleared $374,000 on the bet. So talk about controlling your own destiny. I'm like, that is a smart streaker. And he gets to be the guy that, you know, gets to say he was the streaker in Super Bowl 55, I think it was yesterday. So I was like, oh, that that's cool. That's smart. That genius. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I thought genius. so too. Yeah. No, awesome. I was just disappointed that there was not in more TV coverage. I'm like, oh, come on, man. The guy's out there. Yeah, they always fun, cut right? out. I don't know if they're afraid yeah. the guy's going to pull out his wang or something, but yeah. you, you barely even notice the guy. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, and I knew it wasn't homes. you because you weren't going like, or I said, guy. Yep. I wasn't doing the, a little language. the velociraptor pose as I was running. No, I was <laughs> right. that would have been me. <laughs> well, Joel, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, one, are you tired of the questions of people asking your secret? Oh, no, no. And it's no, no secret. I mean, this is all. This is all out there. general knowledge that you could find anywhere. Um, like I said, I follow follow people on Instagram, follow people on on Facebook, um, look at articles on at bodybuilding.com. Um, you know, so it's just it's it's information that that anybody could could get from anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could. Anyone wants to shoot me a message? Sure. And um, where can they find you? So Joel Chapel on Facebook, Joel D Chapel on Instagram. Email me. I suck at email. Don't email me. You'll never okay. get an answer. <laughs> can they just call your office? No, <laughs> no they <okay>. are <laughs> busy enough. Now, if they're looking for a dentist. Where would they if go? Is it SedaliaFamilyDentistry.com? Yes. If you're looking for a dentist in central Missouri, I'm your guy. If you're looking for a dentist not in Missouri, I am not your guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you still have that picture? I remember when you were buying the, that practice, it was like the cartoon tooth smiling with like holding a toothbrush or something. You know, the old dentist yeah. wanted that back. So we cut it down and we sent it to him. Cut it down. I didn't send it to him. He came and picked it up. I guess send that thing. Um, <laughs> hold on. I'll show you what picture I do have. Let me hold on. You'll like this. This is from college. Do you remember? Oh wow! Do, do you remember that afro? 
you froze out. That is awesome. So Joel, people have thought it kind of looks like Tom Hanks is Forrest Gump. But to me, Joel's always seemed like a, a slimmer version of Danny McBride, one of my favorite comedians. And Joel's a hilarious guy, too. And so can... every time I'm watching a Danny McBride movie, I always think it's Joel with like 80 pounds on him acting and whatnot. So you just show me this picture. And I, I, I man, you, did you use an Afro pick on that? Because you were really poofed out on that one. I just used my fingers. Oh. Yeah. But that was the very end of freshman year. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Wait. No, that wasn't. That was in that was that was sophomore year. End of sophomore, sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah. Ah, and I went okay. back home. That's right. I know a huge difference, right? But yeah. Awesome. Yes, yeah, send it. Maybe I'll I'll put that as the, the photo for this particular episode. I'll do it. I'll okay. It Sounds good, man. <laughs> well, hey, good catching up and uh yeah. Uh keep on working out nothing nothing in my encouragement but it looks like you're you're definitely making some huge gains so that's you awesome keep, man you keep impressing out there on the ironman course man hey i'll do what i can yep. <laughs> well rock on well, bra good catching up with you i'll see ya.